graphic nature of this program, listener discretion is advised. Deviants, who welcome to show? I am the Clintoris, and I am here with Gooch the Killer Clown. Oh, and I'm the Diva Slack, and I am drinking myself a delicious uh, clown shoes space cake in honor of our <laughs> clowny space exploration tonight. <laughs> Are you drinking anything, Gooch? I had about six Guinnesses, so I'm pretty good. <laughs> I have uh, some whiskey, some Crown right now. Oh, um, yeah. we are the Social Deviants. Who yes, we are. are here today to talk about Fight Club. <laughs> That's the number one rule. You don't number, talk about it, though. And that was right. the number one podcast. Yes. The, but actually, uh, we're actually not talking about Fight Club. We will one no, day, No, of course not. I think we will one day, but we're actually talking about some aliens that come from outer space and they happen to be clowns and they like to kill people. And so that means the movie's going to be called, obviously, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Killer Clowns, right. Clowns with a K, by the way. Yeah. Two Ks. <laughs> not three. Only two. No, definitely not three, but with two. Although, a lack of representation in this movie, I will say. Uh, and not only that, actually, <laughs> a little bit. There was a racist moment in there too. Uh, oh, there was. The I didn't pick up on that. Yeah. We'll to, uh, hopefully, you get to that. No. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, we will. This. So this. We'll get to that in a second here. So, but this movie was released on May twenty seventh, nineteen eighty eight. It was made for one point eight million dollars. I don't have <laughs> a box office here. I don't know what it made. Uh, if you guys are looking up online, maybe you can figure out how much money it made. I'm not in it, it looks like it had a theatrical release. So I, I guess it was in the theaters. Which is weird to me. Um, but it looked like the it's interesting because it looks like it was released <laughs> on in the theaters on that date, but was not released on VHS until two thousand one. Wow. I don't know. Maybe it was just too bad or no, I'm not exactly that- sure. No, that can't be right because I've seen that this before. Be right, yeah. I, I've never seen this in the theaters. I've seen this before 2001. Yeah, Dude, but it might we, be aired on TV. I, but I on, online this here thing. on Wikipedia, it says it was released on VHS by Fox Home Entertainment on, in 2001. That's It doesn't weird. say that it was released that's in well, maybe, maybe, Maybe it's just not listed here. Or uh, maybe maybe it was that Fox gave it like a, uh, like a wide distribution and... You know, yeah, like, like other distribution companies. And yeah, like, maybe like some other smaller, yeah. like bit terrible, you know, like Tromaville, right? Like they yeah, released all their says, stuff on, on VHS. But uh, I can only assume because I've definitely I have definitely seen this before I graduate high school. That's for sure. Yeah, me too. Um, but uh, I mean, maybe maybe it was on TV or something like that. But it also says here it was distributed by a company called Transworld Entertainment. So yeah, they probably had that sounds like, yeah, a, like a like a, a B movie. Uh, I'm, I'm telling publisher you, man, for your I, ass. This was like one of the movies like when you because we would I mean, this was back when there was rental like stores that you'd rent VHS tapes and stuff. <laughs> rental stuff. So I don't just <laughs> one, one of those things. Are the <laughs> anyway, so you can rent videos and watch them, right? And all they were VHSs. And I remember, pa- remember passing by like, you know, the horror section and you had like Hellraiser, you had others, but then you had the campy ones. This was one of them that was on there all the time. I do remember that. Yeah. 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 I mean, you pass by and you're like, what is this? This is ridiculous. You fucking keep going. You know? So it looks but, like this, this this movie was actually filmed in Watsonville, California. Yeah, I was yeah. And at, at the Santa Cruz yeah. Beach Boardwalk. Uh, so, you know, obviously filmed close to where all of us come from. And 
I don't know. I, I think that this movie takes place in some city called Crescent Cove. Uh, I'm just some random made up place like in Power Rangers, yeah. other like an Angel Grove or <laughs> yeah. Power City or fucking, you know. <laughs> Uh, I'm guessing that means it would be in California. I, I don't quite know, but I know that there is a scene where they show it's close to the water. Yeah. Uh, but it is in like a forested area too. So, I mean, that point has all that stuff. The, uh, <laughs> the, the, oh, so let's talk about this. We, we, we were texting about this before we got on, uh, started recording, but you guys were talking about the, the, t- the opening song. It's, I think it's called Killer Clowns. It's by a, a band that is, that's, uh, was it the Dixies? I think they're called. <laughs> And they're like a punk rock band, and they actually came out with a like an actual e- EP, I think, oh called "Killer Clowns from Outer Space" that had oh this God. song on there. Uh, oh my gosh. I personally thought that the 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 song and really the music in general throughout the course of the film was terrible, abominable. But this is what you expect from a movie like this. You're not honestly. I thought it fit because it's like a terrible movie, and the music. It was like. When like the, the 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 clowns are going through the city, it's like clown music and shit. Hey, come on, I thought it fit the. I mean, it was it was terrible music, no no doubt about it. But it did fit the motif of the movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. <laughs> so right in the beginning, we start off and they like everyone's. I think that they're at this place called Top of the World, which is like a make out <laughs> yeah. a make out area. I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and. These two dudes, I guess they're the the, the Terenzi brothers or the Forenzi. That's what the, the Terenzi brothers, yeah. Terenzi but, brothers. yeah, the Terenzi brothers show up in a in an ice cream truck, which is obviously uh, decked out in clown. And it seemed like everyone, you know, everyone has their own little piece of the town that they live in that they show different parts of it. And it was like overwhelmingly clown, you know, influenced, which is obviously yeah, weird. Big top burger, no. this clown yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this um, is one of those ones. Go ahead. I have a note here. Have you guys ever been to like a makeout point or like, you know, top of the world sort of place? <laughs> no. Like I've I never know. been I've never I, been to a public place where you like or like a park or something where you go and the intention is that you park to make out. But like uh, in this movie and I've seen it in other like 80s movies as well where it's like the cars, it's like almost going to the drive-in and you're only going to the drive-in where it's like you've got feet between cars and the only purpose, the only reason why you're there is to make out with somebody. I mean, I think that's like a, it feels like a small town phenomena. Yeah, it's and like a huge another one of us grew up in a small town. But yeah. I also feel like if you go and look at like maybe uh, the history of the Zodiac Killer, you know, the first victims were at a supposed uh, you know makeout uh-huh. area, and that was in the Bay Area. I think maybe more in Vallejo yeah. or something like that. So yeah. obviously Vallejo is a little bit smaller of a town than when we where we grew up in San Jose, yeah, uh, which is a bit more metropolitan if not suburban. Uh, but it feels like that is really a phenomenon of a small town, which Crescent Cove seemed to somewhat be. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, so, but I've never been to one. Never been to one. No. Uh, so they get there and they are they are singing this song, which I don't. I'm sure that you guys, if you don't remember, you probably you know, <laughs> if, if you rem- if you don't remember all the words, you remember it. I, the song I, itself. I, no, I remember. I don't. The, the, the quote I have here is, "We'll give you the stick and you give it a lick." <laughs> it'll, it'll tickle you all the way down they said oh, <laughs> oh you want the, the two ice cream bags yeah <laughs> yeah uh which i thought was hilarious oh, that's funny and you know it's this is the type of stuff that you find in movies like this where people are oh yeah they are seriously. the prototypical 80s nerds that are just trying to get laid yeah exactly and they obviously appear throughout the rest of the the film 
Uh, and but that leads us into you know meeting the two main characters of the film, which are Mike and Debbie, I believe. Mm-hmm. Mike and Tobacco. Yeah, Mike Tobacco. Is, yeah, that's his name. <laughs> yeah, that was the guy's name. Yeah, Mike Tobacco and Debbie Stone. <laughs> yep. Uh, and it's interesting because did you guys think that th- I know that this woman has been in some other things? I think she was also in like weird science and a couple other things, but yeah, she really did look like a blonde Courtney Cox, which is like weird because we watch masters of the universe, an ill-fated masters of the oh, universe yeah. podcast, but she kind of did look like her back then, yeah. but yeah. that's, she was an eighties chick. You know, they all look the Absolutely. same. They, they got, they got the, they, they have the same makeup. They have the same crunchy hair. They have the same terrible, <laughs> like, like cut off sweater tops. Uh, you know, like, when you think 80s woman, that that's her. You know, you look her up in the dictionary. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the attire in this film, obviously the cops were dressed like cops, but and the clowns were dressed like clowns, but everyone else... <laughs> and the were, ice cream guys were dressed like ice cream guys. Yeah, well, well, they weren't, actually, but I think, I think they were. They weren't. But everyone else was dressed abysmal, like, terribly. Like, 80s, terrible, obviously, but, like, if you want to go into baby. a fucking time machine and see what people dress like, for real, back then yeah. on the street, that's what they fucking were dressed like. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, so then they, after you see them, it, they go and they see like this fucking comet fire. <laughs> they, so they think it is a fucking Haley's comet or something, or at yeah. least the old guy thought the it was old guy thinks it's Haley's comet. Yeah. And so this fool comes out and this fool has, you know, he's has some funny lines. Uh, you know, he, when he first says it, he's talking to his dog, which I think was called Pooh Bear. Pooh Bear. He says, Mm-hmm. We're, we're, they're gonna have all the people are gonna come. They're gonna have hot dogs, helicopters, and planes and tacos. And I'm like, wow. Okay, so we can see where <laughs> apparently everything that you would have in a circus. Yes. <laughs> uh, and then he goes. He said, I mean, he's talking. He says a bunch. Have of, you ever been uh, to a circus where they had tacos? Tacos, dude. There's some I'm Mexican sure circuses, man. I'm telling okay, you, a lot of tacos there. Okay, well, fair enough. Mexican service, <laughs> but have you been to like Ringling Brothers or you know R? Dude, what I've never been to a circus in my life, dude. I, I don't know. You've never been to a circus? No. Oh, damn. I've never okay. even been to a zoo. So you never been to a zoo? Yeah, no, never. Dude, Happy Hollow is like right down the street from you. Well, that doesn't count. That's a, that's zoo, a zoo. It's got animals right, that you can go right, and look fine. at. I've been to a zoo. <laughs> I never counted that thing as like. <laughs> The zoo, come on. You do live in a zoo. You are a wild I animal. Do, I, I, I am a wild animal, yeah. Sorry. Anyways, continue. Sorry. On. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shocked that this fool's never been to a circus. That's a zoo. very interesting uh, uh, piece of information, Gooch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, was thinking, I was thinking a little swig for animals choke there. <laughs> <laughs> One for the zoo. One for the zoo. <laughs> Uh, I think I, I went to like a, you know, whatever, like a circus at like a baseball field once. I think sounds like um, or something like that. That's the closest I get. I'm not a big fan of uh, clowns or anything like that. Uh, so uh, I don't I would not go to a, a circus again. I don't believe. Um, obviously, anyway, kids, you got to take them, whatever. But uh, this fool says uh, a couple a couple funny lines. Uh so he says, you know, what the blue blazes is the circus doing in these parts? And the way he delivers it is like how you would think someone's going to deliver it. Like as like a person that, you know, yeah. Making fun of someone talking like that, not an actual actor on screen <laughs> in a movie. And that's what he does. Yeah, man, that's funny. Uh, I, I didn't write down all of his, but he has like some basic ones, you know. Uh, and the I, I wanted to ask you guys, since we were just talking about circuses, how do you guys feel about clowns? In general, like for me, they for me, they freak me out, like but like real clowns, 
like someone who's really dressed up like a real clown is a little freaky to me. Maybe not monster clowns. They don't really freak me out or even something like, uh, uh, like Doink the Clown doesn't really freak me out, but I still don't <laughs> like them. You know what I mean? But I feel right, like right. disliking clowns is like a common, a, a fairly common thing. Yeah, I do uh, feel like a lot them? of people have like a weird, unnatural fear of clowns. For me personally, yeah, like every that. time I look at a clown, like I'm not like, oh, it's a clown. This is awesome. But it's like to me, like I always see a clown and I do apologize for our clown watchers and viewers and listeners. But, uh, you know, I feel like it's usually a person that's down on their luck and they're just trying to find a buck. <laughs> Uh, and so like, they've never, they've never freaked me out. Like I just, I, I can see the person in face paint and they're just like, eh, I'm stupid. It's like fucking, uh, uh, what's his name from UHF, you know? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, anyway, uh, yeah. So clowns never freak me out. Yeah. I, I, same with me. Um, it just, it's still like a person that thing, you know, it's, and he has floppy feet. So did he, if you, if you really going to try to attack you, he, he's in a severe disadvantage. Um, but like, remember a, a few years ago, there was that whole scare, like in the East coast, there's like people were just, yes. yeah, and, and, and people dressed up right? like, like demonic clowns, like just world, like though. standing, yeah, well, standing in front of your ring doorbell. Yeah. It, but it started like really in that area. Right. So yes, yeah, I was like, and they were like dressing up. I'm like, dude, why are you afraid? It's just the guy in a costume. Yeah. I know. Trish, sometimes they like run out with an axe or something just to get the, the get the, you know, get the scare when someone comes out with a gun. Yeah, I was gonna say you're in Virginia. Just pull you're out with your Johnny you're in, and just say, "Hey, you're in South Carolina, Virginia." Those dude, come on now. Listen, <laughs> Bozo the Clown. Yeah, <laughs> you about ready to get become blasted, the clown. <laughs> I, I never thought oh, they were scary. Um, I think there's other things that are more uh, induce a bit more fear. But like this one, Susan uh, Boyle, naked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, that was go. an odd reference, Devo. But uh, <laughs> I, I, I tried now to think of something image. more frightening, and that's what popped in my head. Uh, wow! <laughs> so the the clowns are there. They're obviously in the the, the big top, I guess you would call it. And mm -hmm. this dude is, you know, the old guy is trying to investigate, and there's really no way in. Although he couldn't find a way in, but the young couple they found a way in later. So I don't understand that. But crazy old codger, that's why. It was weird because there's like a hole that opens up in the big top, like some technology, whatever the fuck it was. Right. Uh, and, you know, obviously we see later on, later on they have laser guns and shit. Well, cotton candy laser guns, but. Uh, they, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, but when he takes the dog, he just uses like a man-made dog catcher net. Yeah. Just I thought that net. was odd. And what dog is going to sit there to be caught in a net like that fucking poo bear yeah poo bear. Uh, that was an odd scene um so anyways they you know they go back to the city and they're sort of setting up the the cops you know and they bring uh mooney i think his guy's name mooney he's bring he brings yeah. in uh, uh paul mooney not uh he, he brings in uh the uh these it two was guys. Mooney. yeah <laughs> they, they bring in these two guys and I don't know if you guys caught this, but the goth dude's hair looks like a clown's hair. <laughs> the way that they styled it. Uh, dude, it uh, looks so terrible. I thought the same thing. And, and he's he, the same guy that was wearing the uh, the black lipstick, right? Yeah. yeah. And the like the powdered face. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I thought it was interesting because the older cop, Mooney, you know, he's telling those college kids that like they're 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 killing the town. I'm like, so let me get this straight. College kids drinking at night is killing the town. 
Dude, like, he's, he's that a doesn't really even affect the town. Well, dude, granted, God. obviously. He, he uh, was at a stop sign and some dude was walking by with two brown paper bags full of beer. And the fool was like <laughs> trying to hide one and drink at the same time. I don't oh, think that's yeah. killing the town. But nevertheless, he tops it off by when the younger cop, Dave, tries to protect, like, you know, protect them. He insinuated that Dave has a thing for them. Yeah. Did you guys catch that? Yeah. It could be, yeah, it's probably just one of those like, oh, you're, I'm a man and you like other men, so you're not as manly as I am sort of thing, yeah. you know? Yeah, I suppose so. Uh, that character seemed like a dick in the beginning, but he actually was fairly entertaining as the, as the movie went along. Dave or uh, Mooney? Mooney. Oh, Mooney, of uh, course. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Dave was boring as hell. Um, yeah. The- Fucking strong white boy. What do you expect? <laughs> so <laughs> when they go back to the couple... And the couple is like, try, like you know, she's discussing. Let's go check out the comet and shit. So they go and they they dip out and they and they head over there. And this is where they have the the racist moment when he basically becomes oh, chief running out the mouth. That's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was wondering what are we were saying. Right. That is. I don't think you could put that in a movie now. No. Oh, no, no way. dude. I was, even no when I was watching, like I didn't write that on the notes. So I was watching. I was like, really? Like this is like. <laughs> This is super uh, racist, <laughs> dude. It was acceptable back then, dude. Come on now, we all grew up in that in that area. I don't think it's acceptable I mean, now. Granted, but, so, but, like, but, like to set the scene, this dude, fucking white boy, who is trying to get the poon. <laughs> now they're trying to hunt this comet. White, he hops on the hood of this car and he's like, "Me, chieftain, think comet land this way. We must travel many, many moon to go find <laughs> white man." And like, like. At the time, I guess kind of harmless, which ironically enough, like it, this is sort of related, but I guess Disney Plus has recently released like some like racist warnings or racist, you know, like uh, yeah, uh, things with some yes. of their movies, specifically yeah, Peter Pan, because in Peter yeah. Pan, they have the whole like, you know, the Lost Boys and the, the, the Indians. He's like, I'm Chief Redface and I just smoke wampum pipe and blah, 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 you know. So it's like, yeah. but it's basically the same thing. Yeah. I, so I think um, right after that, they have this conversation. Um, and I, it's a weird conversation because it actually almost happens twice to both with both guys where he is basically saying, let's go check it out. Like, so she yeah. didn't, he didn't want to go at first. She convinced him. And now when they get there, she's like, no, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm not feeling this at all. Let's get the fuck and out. And he's like, let's fucking go. And he gives her this line and he says, you know, if would you rather have me leave you here? Or would you rather come with me? Because I'm going. And I was like, fuck. Like, he put her in a really bad, uncomfortable <laughs> position. Um, and I was like, wow. Like, fuck. Like, you know, ah, that seemed like a dick move, obviously. Hey, and when you're an 80s boy trying to get the poon yeah. and it ain't happening, you got to do something. <clears throat> and that that's all that. That's the only chip he had. It was like, now, hey, you, point, you, you want me to leave you out here? You want to come with me? And like, eh, we'll find out what happens inside the tent. So at that point, uh, I don't know if this was your guys' first time watching this, uh, but at that God point, no. did you guys think that they were going to die? No. No, of course I, not. Was- I did. I thought that they were going to die and that they were just like a bit role in the movie and that this movie would be about something else. Like, yeah, the police I, I, I think they, they spent too much time with these two characters, specifically the dude, uh, Mike, I think it was his name. Cause when the, when the Terenzi brothers came in, he's like, Oh yeah, they're yeah. my friends from high school. They're my friends from school. They're like they're the best and blah, blah, blah. And, and it's like, when you go into that much detail with a character, like 
you know, it, the, the dude's not going to die, or at least he's not going to die right off the bat. Not like the right. the the blonde haired, red glassed geek who's drinking beer, who's making out in the back of a van. All of a sudden, you see him drinking beer, and then he's dead. You know, yeah. spoiler alert. I, um, I, I go I go by the like they're like the only ones that had a sustainable amount of album lyrics of uh, of lines mm. for a while. Like you're absolutely the white guy had no lines. He like give he give the commentary look, and he said, "Hey guys, stop making a bunch of noise." Like he's talking about like the Lorenzo when they started yeah, yeah, trying yeah. to sell ice cream. So he had two lines compared to like the 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 main the main actor the main actress. They had a ton of lines. It's like these guys can't die. Yeah, this is the one he's going to be saving her. It's, and then it's, and then even the old you dude watch enough of these films, it's like the yeah. old dude too. And even the old dude with a, with a Pooh Bear, like uh, he had lines, but he's. Talking to a dog, like, yeah, you know he's not he's gonna last to long. When you're, when no, you're, no, when you're only be, when you're only friends <laughs> an animal, yeah. you're done. You're done. It's always the the, for the old guy, you know, that no one believes is gonna be the one that goes first, dude. Or I hate to say this, a black dude, but it's 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 a trope of like unless 80s it's and Jason Eight, Jason takes Manhattan, true. which I am going to touch upon later in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert! So can you guys? Oh, I know what you're talking about. Can either of you guys give me an explanation of what? New wave European Cirque Fantist, Fantastique is. Oh, it's it's the discotheque, you know. They hear the click and they, <laughs> they play in the discotheque. Uh, I was wondering, you know, I, I wondered that to myself. So I'm pretty sure they're talking about Cirque du Soleil, dude. You think so? Probably. Uh, like, or, or like the prior, or like the you know the 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 predecessors to them. I'm looking up Cirque du Soleil right now. I wonder what, like, the first year in operation. Yeah, when they start, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good uh, Uh, good question. Founded June 16th, 1984. Oh, so there you go. That probably is what he's talking about. You're right. It probably is, exactly. Yeah. Interesting. Although it doesn't seem like it's actually European, it's Canadian. Uh, Yeah. Well, Montreal, Quebec. That's That's, basically France. Yeah, that's France. Uh, (laughs) Uh, the the guys that founded it are Guy and Gilles. <laughs> that's not Canadian. That's French. <laughs> yeah. Interestingly, they own the Blue Man Group. Trippy. Uh, okay. So are they the actual Blue Men. Yeah, Blue Man Group. I guess. Yeah, oh, Blue Man. Yeah. Anyways, and so uh, so they're inside the the big top, and <laughs> they hear something coming, and of course this is like a uh, a it wasn't me. Movie. And they go further into the place. And it's like, of course, a real person would just dip the fuck out, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, but when you're, again, a white person in an 80s horror film, you go <laughs> deeper into the abyss. Indeed you do. And then you bring more people to come go into the <laughs> Exactly, yes. You pull yes. everyone down with you. Yeah. Uh, so when they go into that uh, body storage room and she says it smells like candy. You notice that she covered her nose, and I was, I was like, since when did candy smell bad? <laughs> I didn't get maybe, that. Maybe it was like it was like, Dead even though it's a good candy? smell, it's just like too much, you know? Oh, yes. And it's just like, oh my god, it's it's like candy. It's so good, but it's way too much. <laughs> uh, so obviously, they they show that they're storing people in cotton candy. Um, yes, there's like a popping corn machine, which I guess is like their. Uh, procreation, I guess so. A method or something like that. It's their uh, nuts. Is, it, is that but what that they was? had a gun that shot? Well, I think <laughs> they. Shot. I think if you watch later in the movie, you see that the popcorn 
is the, how turn, they make more of them, right? Yeah, I don't know if it's. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know like if it's like procreation. Hydra, Maybe it is procreation. Clown. Yeah, but like, there's a scene where they they uh, one of the clowns blasts some people or like does something to them and turns them into popcorn and he drops them in his popcorn bag. True. So I don't I know mean, if he like inconsistencies, if, but they did. You know, when they shot clowns popcorn, from outer space, what do you expect? When they shot them with popcorn, there's a scene where she's taking a shower, which she took for like a fucking hour of the movie. But um, <laughs> no complaints but, here. <laughs> but they, well, there are you know, complaints. those things became clowns. Oh. I mean, we yeah. don't yes. know what was yeah. underneath the clothes. That could have just been what they were, just a fucking spine and a head. You yeah. know what I mean? With right, arms right. and, yeah. shit and yeah. hands. You don't know what the fuck they look like. They never. But I do bodies. think that, so they, they made it clear that capturing somebody in the cotton candy was their food source because the dude came the, that one clown came in with the crazy straw stuck it in, oh, the, yeah. uh, in the cotton candy and sucked out of the blood and he's like oh now i'm full so capturing somebody in cotton candy was the food source i feel like and i think this is kind of what you're getting to clinton is like turning them into popcorn was making more clowns so the popcorn right. machine was a clown maker yeah, it was like their no. yeah procreation yes, method. There it is. Did you, All right, that crazy straw. What did their name for that shit? Did you guys? Crazy, did you guys remember? I remember. I crazy had straw. Yeah, there's just crazy straw. Just okay. crazy yeah, straw. Crazy yeah. straws. It's got that like 47 loops in it. Yeah, no. that was like entertaining to see that crazy straw. Um, because there's no reason for him to have a crazy straw except for the fact that he's a fucking clown, which is funny <laughs> because <laughs> she goes. Why popcorn? And this fool says because they're clowns. And I'm thinking to myself like, yeah, like why yeah. the fuck else? Yeah, because they're exactly. fucking clowns. Um, and the and then so then they proceed to make a balloon dog that became a oh, dog and like track them down. Dude, there's a toy now, now <laughs> so in funny. 2020 that is a balloon dog that moves by itself, or I think it's remote controlled or something. But like, yeah, that is like. I don't know, like, you know how, like, Star Trek was, like, the predecessor to the, the cell phone? Like, I feel mm-hmm. like Killer Clowns from Outer Space was the predecessor to this children's toy. Oh, no, it was, it was super funny when it was trying to, it was like, arf, 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 and, like, it, it would, like, point. You hear it sniffing. <laughs> and, <it's> sniffing. <laughs> yeah. and when he, went, he got run over, like, it settled, like, a pop and an arf at the same time. <laughs> it was like, arf. Oh man! So, did you guys think that the way the clown, the, the way the clown faces look themselves? I don't know about you guys, but it reminded me of like the claymation that's like in Moonwalker. This like sort of grizzled, evil-looking claymation. You know, they weren't they weren't scary at all. They were like they were way over the top. No pun intended. But uh, yeah. for me, the best part was at the end of the movie when um, the Terenzi brothers break into the tent and, like, they're like, we are the mighty Jojo, let them go. And, like, all their faces, like, the, all the clown faces, like, the jaws just drop as wide as they go and uh, they can, the eyes, like, pop open. They're just like, yeah. And then, yeah. like, when, you know, spoiler alert, Clownzilla or whatever comes down from the top, they do the same thing. It's just, like, the way the faces looked when that happened was just so funny to me. I was just laughing so hard. They that clown's name is Jojo, so I think it was just a coincidence. Oh, I'm wait, on the on the truck, the clown on the truck was named Jojo, and the yeah. clown at the end was called Jojo. Oh, I didn't know. So that. it was just a coincidence oh. that the name that they had named their clown on their truck was the same name as like their god clown or whatever. Oh, that makes sense then, because I saw I saw yeah. it in like the IMDb trivia where they were they were they, it was called uh, Clownzilla, you know. Yeah, it is Jojo the Clownzilla. Yeah. Uh, okay. And one of the well, directors actually was in the suit there, Charles Chiodo. 
was it's like there's three brothers that directed this yeah. film, the Chiodo so, brothers, yeah. and one of them was is what played him. So speaking of the Chiodos, and and according to the actor that played Mike Tobacco, there mm-hmm. is apparently a sequel in the works. Um, I saw the this. return mm-hmm. of the killer clowns from outer space in 3D. Now the caveat is they have a Facebook page, but the last update um, regarding the status of the movie was that it was scheduled for release in 2016. Yeah, that's awesome. so uh, might well, not be happening anytime soon unless well, on, we help on bring Wikipedia, this. Wikipedia it back. said that in 2018, Sci-Fi Channel it was in talks to purchase the rights to the film to make a sequel. Yeah, and so, here we are. Okay. Here we are, two years later with no other update. That's not yeah. a good sign. But I mean, COVID slows shit down, and yeah, you know, so it, it could, COVID it could didn't happen in 2018. Happening. Didn't happen in 2019. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it says October 2018, so. Still, that was the end of still a whole and 365 days plus. Yeah, but then nothing yeah, happened. These things take a long time. Yeah, I don't, especially I don't with like movies like this. Priority. Exactly. Dude, exactly. Dude, this movie was made in what three weeks. <laughs> this is not a movie that takes two two years of production time. Uh, but maybe there's something going on with the people who own the rights to the IP. You know, no. Uh, these kind of movies have all mm. like a convoluted bullshit. And is in 3D. Three, three brothers made the movie and it was not published by a giant fucking publisher? No. <laughs> well, Devo has a, has, a, has a bleak outlook for a potential sequel. I'm um, just saying, it ain't happening, bro. Uh, so, the, uh, the main clown, obviously we find out that Jojo is like the god clown or whatever. Uh, but before that, there's like a main <laughs> clown, I'm guessing. Uh, that sort of is the first one that they... You know the one that they encounter. I don't think there's any credits that I'm seeing on on the cast for who that who what the name of that. Yeah, is, no. But uh, I don't, I don't know if you guys noticed this. But, you know when he was when they caught him in the front of the car, he like jumped on the front of the car, and I really think that's the only thing that could be frightening for a little kid about these clowns is when they show them up close. You can see their teeth and stuff like that, and they have like a demonic yeah. laugh. Their laugh was kind of was kind of <laughs> creepy. Um, so that that could be kind of scary for a kid, but. Uh, he he got up like the Undertaker. Yeah. 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 Which I thought was kind of funny. And I think, I don't know if that predates the Undertaker. That sh- that scene. Uh, so this was 88 Undertaker? Yeah. Let me see here. It was the 89 uh, Survivor Series. King! <laughs> Dude, he came out. He came out for the uh, million dollar, like uh, for a million dollar, uh, uh, the million dollar man's team Let's against see. Bret Hart. W... He was so, all right, so uh, Calloway signed, sure and he he re- debuted as Kane the Undertaker at a taping of Superstars in November nineteenth, nineteen ninety. Wow, this okay. predates the Undertaker. Wow, okay, hey, I mean, I'm sure that's from fucking Bela Lugosi or some bullshit like that. Yeah, but, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, but uh, some fucking Dracula bullshit. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> so I think at that point there were they showed that there were five of them. I yeah. I don't know if there were more at that time. Obviously, we find out there's more later, but they've probably yes. been making the fuckers yeah. during that time because there's quite a few by the end. Um, and actually, that uh, it's so uh, <laughs> the the actors can like barely walk in those outfits. <laughs> and it, and those I'm not sure how, a, how I'm not sure how a clown's supposed to walk because I don't really pay close attention to them. But it looked like they were struggling. 
because well, they yeah, had like they're, 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 on the they're probably not and... trained to be, they're not like oh we know what a clown does they're like oh hey mm-hmm. can you dress up as a clown and just be menacing like yeah sure i can do that but you gotta wear these big ass shoes oh uh i'm not gonna be able to walk in those doesn't matter you just have to be scary okay doesn't matter it don't they matter. got real clowns, it man. Don't matter. You can't afford real clowns when you got only a $1.8 million budget. <laughs> That's a lot of fucking money, man. There's a lot of movies that have been made for like 20, 30 Dude, grand. You, gotta, I, you, gotta, sure. you, you have to pay to retrofit a, a, a McDonald's to become a big top burger. And then you got to pay for these cop cars. <laughs> and then you got to pay for uh, uh, the police station to rent that out. That's yeah. half a mil right there. Plus, that's, a, that's 1988 money. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. Uh, so they so they go back into the into the, you know they're obviously going to come to the town and so they they go back to Mooney and Dave in the you know in the in the in the precinct or whatever the fuck it is and they <laughs> are talking to Deb and Debbie and Mike and they're telling them the story which is preposterous obviously because <laughs> <is preposterous. Yeah. laughs> and I love it because Mooney at the end of it is like no I went there and there was nothing going on there. And he says this line. He's like, who are you going to believe? Me or this little tramp? And I was yeah. like, yeah. Like that fool had no idea that this is this fool's ex-lady. That must have pissed the motherfucker off, obviously. It, it uh, must have, but you know what? Didn't matter. Moon didn't give a fuck. He didn't give a fuck. And nope. Didn't did care. You, I think there were only two cops. I mean, maybe this was... I mean, he mentioned well, that's what that the chief like, right? was coming back on the weekend. Yeah. He was coming so, back on Monday. So, so maybe this was a weekend three or Three guys to run this town? <laughs> I don't know. Do you think there was only three or you think it was these were only two that were on at night? Yeah, I think that's what so, it is. It's got to be like the shift. Like a, it's, yeah. It'll be two cops. Because even uh, Dave, Dave made some comments throughout the like the, the movie where it's like uh, he made it sound like there was a bigger precinct. And then even Mooney was like, you know, like punks like you that go through like this training, like the, you know, like the police training, like trying to make fools of me. So it's like they made it sound like there's a bigger world of police in the city. Uh, it's just they only show the two with the intention or the implication that there was a third, you know. But mm. I feel like there was a bigger, like, there was a whole process and there was a whole, like. Uh, what, 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 wasn't he calling the state police? Isn't that what was he calling? He was, or like a, yeah. Uh, like a, or a county police or something? Like state. The sheriff? The state police, right? state yeah. police, yeah. yeah. Which is a sheriff, right? Uh, uh, the sheriff's county. County? Yeah. Yeah, sheriff's yeah. or county. I don't know if there's actually a state police. I know there's a, like a. California Bureau of, Inst- of Investigation, but Highway Patrol, Patrol, I guess. Patrol is California. Yeah, man. it's on um, California. There you go. So there's that dude that gets cotton candied in the gazebo, and I just wanted to say that his fucking hair <laughs> candy. was fucking terrible. That's and the way that he was baby. trying to laugh was, like, abysmal. He did a terrible a job, dude. So, like, like, he's walking he's around by himself, dude. and then he sees his gazebo, and there's, like, a puppet show, so he just walks up to it, and, like, he's, like, <laughs> leaning up against the thing, he puts his hands in his pockets, he's like, yeah, I'm cool. And then, like, he's, I'm watching a, a puppet show. A oh, puppet show. Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> and then he dies. It's like, <sighs> and the clown's laugh it's after 80s, he did so that good. was uh, true, particularly true. unpleasant for me to watch. Um, <laughs> so the cop, you know, and obviously that was her ex, and it was awkward between the two guys throughout the course of the film. The film, and this fool's in the car with the new guy talking about his feelings, like, "Oh, I still have feelings for you." I'm like, "That's awkward, dude." And there's a fool- scene at go the ahead. end. So, the, the, not to like skip too far in the, in, no, in the but there's a scene at the end where like 
it's the end of the movie and it's spoiler the clowns blow up and whatever and the you know we'll get to it with the cop and the, all that stuff but there's a scene where it's it's mike deb and the cop dave and they're all hanging out and the 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 ex-boyfriend has his arms around the chick and he's kissing her on the head like they're having this like sweet uh yeah. you know like we survived yeah. moment together while like the boyfriend's standing right there it's like to me, that was just like super awkward. It's like, okay, we established that this chick is with this dude. She's no longer interested in the cop. But at the end of the movie, the cop is like, I love you. Uh, you know, we're together now. Like, I'm, I've got my arm. You're safe now. You know, on their arm head. Like, I, there's just something about that was just like, I don't know if it was like intentional in the script or if it was just the actor that was like, hey, this is my ex. I'm feeling for her. I'm going to make this move. But it, it, like, it was just like, okay, that's fucked up. If like, if you're this dude and like, you've got to deal, it's bad enough you got to deal with your ex's man. But when your ex's man is a cop, like that's like double, double fucked up. But dude, I, I know what you're talking about that, that scene. The problem is, is that right after he like hugs the girlfriend and like kisses the top of her head, dude, the way that Mike and Dave embrace, I mean, I know they just survived like a, a crash from the space aliens and shit, right? But the way they embraced, I think it was a bit more than what they did with the girl. Oh, you got you got to look at it. I mean, okay. it looks. It was okay. like I was like, well, hold so on maybe, a second. So maybe Mike I, doesn't care. Yeah, and now he found himself a new love, dude. They were about ah. to, you know, you know, go a little bit farther yeah. than just you know the rivals. Let's I would talk say. more about this. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So you guys, so you, Gucci, you think they wanted to finger trap her? Well, I don't know about that. Uh, I think it's, say they're I think what, what, what Gucci is saying is that Mike wanted to finger trap Dave all by himself. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it. We're not saying there's anything wrong perfectly with it. Perfectly normal, perfectly healthy. But, but in the eighties, you know, it wasn't. Yeah, it, I would not watch this look, film. If look what happened to the one guy that was wearing makeup and lipstick. He got put in jail. Exactly. So I think it's a. It's it, obviously it's a weird uh, love triangle that doesn't yes. actually really get resolved. No, at the end of the I film. No, and no, I think no, no. I, I think nothing gets resolved. No, and I think it's, it's uh, clowns it's die. Weird. That's all we know. It's weird because they, uh, you know, he obviously likes the chick, like you discussed, Devo, uh, Dave, but the uh -huh. other guy, and he has this line that he says, he's like, I guess she wanted funny over stability, you know? Yeah. So, um, and I mean, that's, you know, she's young. That's a you know low I mean? blow. So, that's a low blow. So, uh, you know, there's something there that the, the film doesn't completely go into. And maybe there's some deleted scenes or something like that, that a little bit more explanation. But I think uh, and that maybe, you know, maybe Mike and her had some type of falling out or something like that. So maybe they would be. But we didn't get to see that. But one of the interesting parts of it is right when they're driving there after, you know, Mike first, do they first tell uh, Mike first tells Dave, he gives her this same line, the same strange fucking like ultimatum where she's put in a position that she really doesn't have a choice at all where he says either you go home or i'll lock you up for safekeeping yeah that's which I, if he had was, let's put this way if he actually had done that she would have died She'd because be the cum would have killed her yeah. but obviously he's giving her this option and she doesn't have a choice in the matter you know <laughs> and it's the second time that these guys have done that to her so i found that i mean this is the 80s so it's a different time but it just seemed odd and out of place yeah. you know yeah uh so i gotta ask you guys a question 
Who the fuck would open a door if they saw a huge evil clown standing at the fucking other on the other side of Um when you are I mean they didn't even number one, they didn't even look some of those fucking people. So yeah. when you number when two, you even if you did door. see it. But when you fuck? are so so here's the thing is in the eighties movie you have to set up a scene where you have some lady who is either A naked, depending on what rating you're going for, or partially naked, and you have to show some sexuality in this movie. That's what you're referring to is the pizza girl who ordered pizzas, <laughs> apparently, and she answers the door in her nighty, which you could see through so you could see her breasts, and she's drinking a glass of Chardonnay. So uh, that was the sexuality of this film. And obviously, you have to have her open the door and not question anything, only to have her die. Um, but apparently, everybody else, it, they like... Maybe this was a thing in the 80s where like somebody would knock and just pick, oh, somebody's knocking the door. I'm going to go ahead and open it. And then it's a killer clown. And you're like, okay, what's happening? And then it's like, rawr, rawr. and you're like, John, did you get me a clown gram at 11 p.m. at night? You know, yeah. like, yeah. again, back to the 80s. It's like maybe yeah. things were a little bit different back then. You know, I don't know. I was shitting in diapers probably when this movie came out. No, actually, I would have been nine. Never mind. <laughs> Dude, we don't know, man. <laughs> you you may have been shooting your divers to die. So the <laughs> so you have that scene, and then uh, they go back. You know, obviously they take what's her, they take uh, Deb to her house, and you know there's obviously this tension between the two guys. And I thought it was funny because when Mike gets back in the car, he tries to go into the front seat. And he and obviously Dave makes him go to the back seat, but this fool drives off before Mike's really even in the car and he's <laughs> yeah. door and shit. He didn't give a fuck. Was he cuffed at the time? No, he wasn't. No, cuffed. he had already. Uh, he had already undone it. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. They came and back from the thing. He says. So then there's this there's this convenience store, which is a weird scene because they're just going through the convenience store for a long time, like twenty fucking twenty to thirty minutes of <laughs> of film time, and this dude is terrified behind the counter, and I. His facial feature. Why did that guy just not dip out? And, and the way it was, like, he was like, it was so funny. There, that like, was hilarious. Was so exaggerated. Mooney, dude, this fool, this Mooney, fool is in the, he's, he's in the precinct. This fool's looking at a magazine. It's a gun magazine. This fool's laughing. <laughs> like there's something, something funny about guns in this fucking soldiers magazine. Soldiers of Fortune. This fool, he did a, he had a big faux pas in this fucking movie. This fool drank whiskey out of a fucking styrofoam cup. <laughs> You're at the precinct. You can't get a glass. What the fuck is that? Come on, man. Uh, Sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. And then yeah. this fool tops uh, it off by just saying the hell with them all and just refuses to answer the fucking calls eventually. And I'm like, that's no. great police work. Just, just <laughs> everyone in the town is dying and you just fuck them. I'm not gonna answer the phone call. You guys are pulling a prank on me. It was fucking unbelievable, this fucking guy. Uh, so let's talk about the fucking scene with the bikers. <laughs> oh this shit right here and so this fool comes the, the kid i guess it's a kid comes out and he you know he has his little bike and the other bikers are making fun of him and this one fucking guy this fucking dumbass comes out and he's like what are you gonna do knock my block off once the fucking the clown gets his boxing gloves on and this fool literally knocked his head off yeah, yeah so so hilarious. so here here are my notes so uh and i think gucci you were, you were alluding this earlier this yeah. rem this is reminiscent of a scene in Friday the Thirteenth Part Eight, <laughs> Jason yeah. Takes Manhattan, yes. where where a brother 
is going toe to toe with Jason, you know, hitting the hitting the body, hitting the jabs, you know, blah blah blah. And it gets to the point where he's like, you know what, take your best shot. Jason gives him that uppercut. Boom! That fool's head flies off into the dumpster. So I looked it up. <laughs> Knock my block off from Killer Clowns is filmed, probably written in '88, yeah. Friday the Thirteenth, '89. So it oh, could be possible. It could be possible that Jason's fantastic killing blow was inspired by killer clowns from outer space yeah and you know what's funny right after he did that all those bikers were like we're getting the fuck out of here yeah it is time to go (laughs) i was like that okay that's realistic i would have been like but the funny thing is the, the, the thing that made me laugh the most is when he knocked his head off the brother was just like damn yeah he even everyone was just like damn and then if you look closely if you go back and watch it the way uh, this fool's body falls after his head gets knocked off is greatness. Oh, I, I it's like he go he falls forward on his knees and his body just falls back. Like, <laughs> fucking great, dude. Loved it. I fucking loved it. Uh, so after that, there's a scene where one of the clowns is in, like, I guess they're eating at like a, a fucking, maybe it's the Big Top Burger. I don't even fucking know. Um, and there's a clown outside in the fucking, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the playground. Mm-hmm. Man. I, number one, that girl was too old for peekaboo and all this bullshit like that. Yeah. And obviously she ultimately didn't get killed because the, you know, the overprotective sister, you know, got her. But number one, no one saw the clown for some fucking reason, which is like reminding me of fucking Ghostbusters when like fucking, oh, poor you know, Lewis is there and no, and he's <laughs> yeah. screaming his head off and no one even fucking notices until this fool. Somebody let me in. Yeah. And then everyone continues going on. But that shit was fucking creepy. That scene was a little creepy to me. Yeah, and like being a father too, it's like, oh gosh, you know, like I hope I'm never in a situation where my kids are going to be seduced by some creep outside the restaurant or about something where I'm not paying attention and they're like, oh, I have to go explore this. But like, I like to think that I've taught my children well enough to where that's not going to happen. But like, this is not the first time it's happened in a movie. And I don't know, there's just something about it. It's just like so... Ah, it's, 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 um, uh, I can't even think of the word right now, but it's, it's as a parent, like that's the last thing you want to see is your, your, your kid just walking out to some stranger, some creep knowing that like something terrible is going to happen. Yeah, man. That's why you got to keep your eye on them at all times. Fucking Mm -hmm. crazy. Uh, even, and even the movie knew because I think it would probably have gone a little bit too far. The, yeah, I think the the, the, the clowns would have gotten a little girl. (laughs) I think you're right. Uh, the, so I think there's a scene where the dude from Big Top Burger right after that is, you know, he's throwing stuff in the dumpster and this fool hears something coming from the dumpster. And yet instead of fucking dipping out and going to get someone and ask them to go help you look inside, this motherfucker raises the shit back up and like looks like he's going to climb into the shit, yeah, which is ridiculous. <laughs> Who the fuck would do that? Nobody, obviously, it's a fucking the, the terrible horror movie. You, you gotta, you gotta think. I'm like, even, even if it's like rats, are you really gonna jump in there and look? Because that's the only thing you would imagine. You thought, I'm like, are yeah. there rats in there? Yeah, I, I don't know why you would want to look. Yeah, what are you, what are you gonna do if there is something in there? <laughs> it make no damn like, sense. Because it was like scratching and like little, like you know, little animal noises. I'm like, the only thing I can imagine like, could have been a, could have been a rat. <laughs> really, what are you gonna do? So it's, it's, the. It's the <laughs> there's a there's an exchange with Dave and Mooney where Dave finally sees people get killed by fucking the clown the with clowns, the yeah. shadow monster right and um they are talking and Dave 
I mean, Mooney goes into this fucking soliloquy where he's like, you're not gonna, you're not gonna pull one over on Mooney. So fuck you over. And I was just like, <laughs> the, like, it's fucking hilarious the way he did it. And he like, I don't know. He was talking like an old timey guy. Like he was in Casablanca or some shit like that. I don't yeah. know. Um, Crazy old cop, man. Yeah. Well, granted, obviously old school and cop. So let's talk about the Terenzi brothers. These motherfuckers are. Uh, before we get into them, actually, there's a scene after that when. Uh, oh, we'll, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> the Terenzi. So, so I, I want to say this about the Terenzi brothers. Whenever yeah, I hear the name Terenzi, Terenzi brothers, it reminds me of Ghostbusters Two. Oh yeah, when they're, would, in, the, when they're in the trial and like yeah. the ghosts come out of the trap, and the like the, the the judge is like, "It's the Torelli brothers. I yeah. tried them for murder. <laughs> gave them the chair." Like whenever I hear Terenzi, that's all I heard was Torelli brothers. And like, Terrell, but you look at the ghosts, like they kind of look a little bit like the Terenzi brothers from this movie. <laughs> the so let me get this straight. These two fools are out on a Friday night, nighttime, trying to sell ice cream. Why? <laughs> like, obviously, the answer is they're trying to get some Putinani. Right. Like, bro. Yeah. But, like, but they, they made it clear. Like, one guy was like, hey, Lookout Mountain would be a great choice. Yeah, right. And then as they're driving away, they're like, oh, let's try the drive-in. And then one dude's like, ah, oh, no, no, no. That's a terrible idea. But wait a second, because like they're thinking about trying to sell ice cream to where there's going to be the most amount of people at that yeah. time, you know, during that day. And for this case, the I guess your target demographic is going to be at Lookout Mountain or Makeout Mountain or whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> and then your second best place is going to be the drive-in. Like imagine somebody's trying to like watch a movie and you're driving up with like, like trying to sell ice cream, you know, it's a, uh, it's just, it, it, I think it just shows the mindset of these, of these two dudes. And then oh, when, when the, the, all of a sudden they're like, yeah. you know, mm. oh, the whatever sisters were trying to get them ice cream so we can get laid is just like, and they come out and you're like, okay, it, these guys, they're only, they have one focus in this movie, which means that they're supposed to be the ones that die first. But they didn't die. They lived through the whole fucking thing. Yeah. And there was that, even that scene where they were so fucking pussy hungry that they fell into like the, you know, the play balls, the, the mm -hmm. Chuck E. Cheese shit. Yeah. Yeah. And those two clowns were there, those female clowns, and they're like, had growing tits. Yeah. And that's what clowns do. Yeah. That's After why you gotta that go to the scene, circus. They bro. showed them they were kissed all over. Yeah. So those clowns didn't actually kill them. <laughs> yeah. Which was weird. Yeah, these uh, were the human. Uh... Okay, so am I the yeah. only one here that would have done the same thing? Uh, what thing, Devo? You're going to a place. I'm. I'm a little. Get, I'm getting. A little so scared. you're in a ball pit, <laughs> and these two these two clowns and their boobs just get massively huge, and you're just gonna be like, "Oh, I'm good. I gotta go." No. You're going to get to town, bro. Nah, no, man. you're not. Because all uh, every clown yeah. you've seen to this point is putting people in fucking cotton yeah. candy cocoons. I'm dipping I, the fuck out. But no, have the Terenzi brothers seen that yet? Yeah. In this movie? Yeah, no, they did. They, they saw it in the street. Yeah. Exactly. They were did the they? ones we saw like them like dragging the... They were like, oh, this is bullshit, bro. But there's, and then yeah. all of a sudden they pull around some corner and then like they're fucking going through the streets hey. like fucking yeah. Nazis and, they, and shit. A wise you know, man they they saw the guy that was. They came out of the uh, uh, from underneath the car and like in mid jump, they got him in the little cocoon. Yeah, and so it was I, right in front of us. It's like a Macy's Day parade of cocoon cotton candy cocoons. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna say this: the pen, or in this case, the penis, is mightier than the sword. <laughs> a penis, mightier. Uh, so the so Mooney is just chilling in the fucking precinct, smoking a stove, and motherfuckers are dying <laughs> all over the city, and the fucking clown comes into the room and this fool is like 
obviously I think it's a person. And he's like, well, whoop the goddamn DJ. What do we have? <laughs> that shit was yeah. hilarious. That whole fucking scene is unbelievable, man. Unbelievable. Um, and, you know, obviously in that scene, you can tell that they have, uh, maybe they didn't when they first came to the, to the planet, but they understand English. Maybe they can't yeah. speak it, but they yeah. understand mm. it. Um, well, one, one clown. Later on, you sure. do see that he makes, he mimics yeah. uh, Mike's voice. So I think that was maybe using tech. I'm not exactly sure. I don't know. He had his hand right up his back or something. So it was well, like, it was no, like, no, in a, it was like an ID4, right? She was in her house, remember? Like yeah, yeah. She was in her house and she opened up the uh, door. She thought it was Mike, but yeah. it wasn't Mike. Yes. It was like one of the clowns. Hey, it's Mike. It's Mike. Um, yeah. But yeah, but, but like oh, maybe it was like that thing from like Independence Day, right? When the alien had like its yeah. tentacle wrapped around Data's throat. Oh, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Could have been the same thing. They did communicate through Data in that movie. Uh, so he used Mooney like a marionette. And he gives this line, don't worry, all we want to do is kill you. Like, okay, yeah. <laughs> I guess I won't worry then. You know? Movie over. And then uh, uh, they, there's a scene, so there's a scene right after that that's fucking atrocious, where Dave is shooting the fucking clown. And they show a close-up of the bullets going through his outfit. And then it goes back to a shot, a wider shot of him coming towards Dave slowly with no fucking bullet holes. Then they go back to him <laughs> shooting him again. Then they go back to the shot with him with no fucking bullet holes. And it's just like, could you guys do a little bit better than that? I guess not. No, you guys got a million. It's, you guys spent one point eight million dollars on this. Again, you got to pay the McDonald's to get the well, fucking right. burger, the I big top burger. So. Uh, so they put. So why did you guys think they put Debbie in a ball? Other than in the cocoon, obviously we know why because you plot can't kill hole because she needs to live and yeah. shit like that. Yeah, but, uh, it didn't make they didn't really give a reason why they were doing that. I was going to say like it, was, was it had something to do with like the females, but then they already re- went through like multiple women that they just fucking yeah. put in cocoon. So like, I mean, there was other balloons there too. So I'm assuming there was, there was just people in those things too. Yeah, like yeah, I guess so. At, at, they, they, I think they just undiscriminately put people in balloons or, or yeah. cotton candies, and then. Obviously, for the the sake of the story, you got to have the heroine be in a balloon, and she, yeah. like as far as we know, she's the only person that was put in a balloon. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, there so. was other balloons next to her, but we don't know if they're actually having. Yeah, it's them. true. Mm. Yeah. Uh, gotcha. Gotcha. The so they have this line where I think Mike is talking to Dave and the Terenzi brothers, and he's like, "If you were a clown, where would you hide?" And they go, the amusement park. And the fucking Terenzi brothers are like, great. All right. I'm like, great. All right. Motherfuckers are dying. Because nothing's great. Dude, they assumed they were going to get like free rides or something. The shit was total Scooby-Doo type fucking shit right there. And then they scoop. And then when they get there, they're walking around inside the fucking big top, like, hey, what's going on here? Ah, everything's fine. Ah, you know, this and that. I'm like, motherfucker, you could die at any moment. Wait, before we go into that, like, so the, the, um, there's a scene before that the clowns get there first to the, you know, to the amusement park where their ship is. And yeah. there's a guard there. Oh, that yeah. scene is so great. And the, and, uh, the, and the, the clown car shows up and, they, you know, obviously they're clowns. So they all come out of this little car. Yeah. And there's like five or six of them and they're huge. And they all have, so have, they have cream pies in their hands. And the, the old, the old codger's like, what are you boys going to do with those? And and they just start screaming them with they these just uh, uh, pie after pie and, after pie. And but then, then you hear this. Yeah, it's so they melted like, them. They melted yeah. them. Acid and then, pies, bro. And then when the, the, the then the scene that where Clint was bringing up with the Dur- the Dorenzi brothers, now the Dorenzi brothers, 
came up with all the dudes. And what are the again, comic relief. Both the brothers, they stick their fingers in this huge goo that they're like, oh, it looks like melted ice cream. And then they point at the, the other guys, they point at like, yeah, that's not ice cream. And it shows like the guy's leg pointing coming out of it and like yeah, a his bones. But why his didn't bones. it burn them? And anyway, I don't know. But the thing is, though, that one of the one of the brothers actually had put it already in his mouth. Yeah. I was like, but, what but, the fuck? but even at the end of the movie, when when all the heroes are standing there, like, is it over? They all get pies in the face, but none of yeah. them melt. So yeah, like maybe there was just sense. like special pies or something. I don't know. Yeah. I it don't know. Dude. Sense. I thought it was hella funny. So there's another problem with the movie too. Well, another. I would say it's a problem, but another thing that made no sense to me is there's <laughs> a, so they 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 come with the car, like you said, Gooch, the fucking clown car. It was a car with an engine, and they fucking stopped it, and they all got out. Yeah. Why did they need a car with an engine when earlier there was a fucking scene where the fucking clown was on an invisible Dude, bike? Because they're clowns. Quote Mike. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Why? I don't know, Clint. Dude, they're clown cars. They have that. I don't clown know, man. Car. Uh. So obviously they, sh- you know, they shoot him in the nose to kill him. I yes. think that Dave proved that. Yep. Um, and I think that they, I, I think they ended up doing that with Jojo the Clown too, right? They shot him yeah. in the Because yeah. he pulls off his badge and stabs him and in the like nose with his boop. badge. Yeah. yeah. So the, they, they, uh, they go into the fucking, into the big top finally, right? Like we talk about. And they go in this room and they see the whole town is basically dead cotton candy. They're harvesting them, right? Yeah. This dumb motherfucker, this <laughs> fool, says, incredible. I was like, Dave, he said, incredible. I was like, let me get this straight. You're the fucking cop that's charged with protecting the town, and everyone is fucking dead <laughs> in cotton candy, and your fucking first word is incredible? Fuck you, man. That's some bullshit. <laughs> no, and the worst is. It's funny because to, at the end, when, like, uh, when they saved Debbie out of the little balloon, right? And, uh, Dave was like, wait, there's more. What the, what does the other guy do? They obviously have enough time to save more of these people, right? Yeah. And, uh, and Mike was like, fuck it, get out of here. And he just goes, all right, let's leave. Like, <laughs> at least, at least shoot another one of the balloons and see what's in there. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. I know. I mean, everyone just died, I'm guessing, because they, they blew up the damn fucking ship. They blew ship. up the ship. Well, they're gone. They're gone, though. Well, I guess... Except Any, for the anybody in that course. ship is done, dude. The yeah, Trenzies head in the fucking freezer, so they didn't die, of course. Yeah, they didn't die, yeah. And then... And so, so here's the thing. Like, the Terenzis end up... They're, they get tossed in their truck. The truck explodes. But from the second they get tossed to the moment the truck blows up, they find a way to get into the, the, the freezer of the truck. And then Dave sacrifices himself... And in, from the moment that he sacrifices himself to where the the uh, the the big top blows up is minutes maybe, but somehow both parties find their way to this clown car, which could be anywhere in the big top because it's they've they've shown that it's a maze inside that thing. And then you and Mike has he delivers some of the greatest lines in this movie where he's like, "It's a door, it's another door." It's another door. Another door. Another door. So terrible. What do you mean? It's so terrible. And so, like, it's it's clearly a clown-made maze, right? But somehow, the heroes find their way to the one single clown car and survive. 
Hey, that's the that's the beauty of horror movies, man. That's right. The you know we're, we were talking earlier about the scene where the Terenzi brothers come in and they were like Jojo the clown and they fucking kind of scare him into like paralysis so they can kind of get out of a situation that seemed like they were pretty much done. Yeah, right yeah, before yeah. JoJo, Right before the real Jojo comes down, you will let that them scene live. Re- fucking reminded me a hell of a lot of Secret Life of Pets with the laser pointer and shit. If you guys have seen that movie. Um, there's like a scene where all these fucking cats are in this like old lady's house yeah. and Mm -hmm. this dog, the dog has to like the the Pomeranian has to go in and pretend she's a cat to get like something from the room or whatever. And they, and the only way she's able to get the cats off of her is by having the magic laser button. And they like, and all of a sudden right before they're about to get her, they're like, she has the, she has a laser. And it just reminded me of that scene, you know, um, which was funny. Uh, I, the, you know, that scene was, you know, deus ex machina, right? You, you have to have those scenes in a movie. Otherwise, people are just dead. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, so I don't know if there were enough women in this movie to do an M to do an FMK. So let's we could skip that I, unless you guys have yeah. some. I mean, we, we can, we've got Deb and we've got uh, Pizza Girl in the in the 90 when she answers the door. Oh, okay. And then maybe okay. one yeah. of the, the, the big movie clowns. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. All right. Here we go. All right. I'm so gonna, I'll go first. I'll go, go first. Ahead. So I could set the I could set the tone. Uh, gonna marry <laughs> Gonna marry Pizza Girl in the nighty, and you know, because she answers the door in her in her nighty and and drink Chardonnay. Uh, gonna f one of the clown girls, and then I'll kill Deb. Wow. Done. Whoa. Wow. Wow. You did um, set the tone. Uh, I'm gonna. I'll, I'll marry the Pizza Girl. Uh, I'd uh, I'd have relations with the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Deb, dude, how can Positive you do relations. With that cloud girl, dude? Uh, just, hey, dude, gentlemen, how she, 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 my, not no, is the answer? My, my problem. She is went from she looked, an A to a triple J. Wait, 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 wait. My problem is that she looked too much like the the female gremlin from Gremlins Two, <laughs> who's hot, and, by the and, way. And, and, and uh, she, and, she and just said too, it. Uh, so, uh, Debo, you, know, you would I, fuck that female gremlin? Why not? Is the Damn. question why this not? Is dark, this is a dark episode, man. <laughs> it turns dark places. But it, it, here's, here's a problem. I have asked <laughs> why not. For the, no, no, no. Here's a problem. I've asked why not for the clown and why not for the gremlin. Nobody's giving me an answer, which means there are thoughts and positivities in your guys' heads. No, well, there's yes, no answer would. because we so didn't even think about you would as well. At all. No, no, because you've already thought about it. And the answer is yes. Oh, the answer God. was never no. Because if it was no, you'd be like, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. This, no, this but there's hesitation. You relax perfectly what this movie is. It don't make no fucking sense. Exactly. Uh, I'll uh, I'll marry Deb f the, the the pizza chick and then obviously the clown. Uh, the uh, let's do uh, let's do Kim Coppola. Okay, so oh. all right, I'll, oh. I, I want to start with this. One. I want to start with this one because I, I, right. I think I'm going to take the cake. No pun intended. Um, so I have here my note is the Kim Coppola award goes to awarded at 15 minutes and 22 seconds into the movie the entire cast <laughs> oh wow there okay. was not one single person in this movie oh. that had any redeeming acting value all garbage all trash all worthy of the kim coppola award uh you know uh you can go back to any other kim coppola award winner we've had in the past and they're like oscar winners compared to these people Oh come on! Hey, I thought Mooney was was entertaining. Uh, that, exactly, Definitely I mean Curtis Mooney was entertaining. Yeah, he was good. Oh come on! I was giving. I was going to give it to the to the to the dude that was looking at was watching the um, the puppet show. 
Because, I mean, <sighs> he was terrible. He was he so was bad. So bad. At least these people kind of tried. He looked like he he wanted to fail at this movie. He, was, he didn't even have a line. <laughs> yeah, he didn't have a line. <laughs> <He was> really <laughs> there, was, but there was, Gooch, there was a lot of bad acting in this movie. Yeah. And that was particularly abominable. It was it was uh, atrocious. Uh, what was the guy's name? Did you have IMDb up? I, you? It's, I don't think he has, even has a name. Yeah, okay, well, they don't have a lot of gazebo people. Gazebo dude. I'm going to look the it gazebo up. Gazebo kid. Gazebo kid from uh, Killer Clowns. I'm going to look it up and get back to you. But uh, yeah, I don't think he had. Oh, Mila Jovovich. What's up, girl? Um, I'm telling you, I don't remember. But so, that's my choice. So. What, do, what do you guys – okay, before we wrap up, if you guys have anything else to say, uh, let's do scores. Unless you guys right. have something else to say. Um, no, no. I think it's all right. <laughs> we yeah. said enough already. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give my score. Um, I think it was uh, – I did I, – I honestly – the problem is I like these movies. Uh, I can honestly – it was. it's not one of the best crappy movies I've seen. But um, I was entertained, and I could see myself watching it again. Like you know, hey, you want to watch Killer Clear, Killer Clowns? You know, like yeah, okay, type thing. So I'll give it a six. Whoa, wow! All right, impressive. Wow. Like I was going, I was going to give it a five, like right down the middle, because wow. it's. It, but again, like it's it's like Lucho said, it's one of those movies where when it's on, it's got there's something about it that like you just want to watch again. It's. It's hilarious. It's outlandish. Uh, you know, it it might not have been intended to be like this sort of funny sci-fi horror movie, but it ended yeah. up being this cult classic. And yeah. that's how it's remembered. But at the same time, that's also how it's embraced. Yeah. Um, you know, the acting's terrible. The premise is god awful. But again, it's an 80s sci-fi horror movie. You know, yeah. um, there are a, like, even before we started recording there are a lot of movies out there that have done a lot worse. There's obviously a lot of movies that have done a lot better. So for me, like this is like when I think an eighties horror B movie, like the quintessential sort of thing, like killer clowns is the top of that list. So for that, it gets that perfect five. Do do either of you remember what my score was for fucking, uh, uh, what was that? What was the Freddie Prince movie? Wing Commander. That was was, was, let me look it up real quick here because we might have it here. My problem with Wing Commander is it takes itself too seriously, and they just fail utterly. And I'm telling you that matte painting in this in Killer Quinn, and when they first walk into the into like the nuclear reactor of the (laughs) yeah yeah, um, it's a matte painting, which is what they do in every single like positive like like sci-fi movie. poorly made one it was so terrible i'm like dude they're they're like walking into some watercolored paper it was so bad i mean but it was funny funny bad yeah no like like Uh, and honestly like that matte painting for a 80s terrible movie uh, like it wasn't terrible wasn't great uh, it wasn't great and 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 the and the for and for wing commander even for what nine at ninety nine graphics, two thousand graphics, those special effects were terrible. I mean, utterly, utterly terrible. All right, I think I might have the score here. Hold on. All, All right. right, here we go. Okay. The official welcome to show review scores for Wing Commander. The Gooch gave it a three. No, I'm sorry, a two. Devo gave it a three. The Clinerist gave it a one. Wow, damn. Overall, I, I had a two. 
Okay. I, I don't. I don't think this movie was a one at all. Uh, I'm gonna kill kill the, kill the clowns. I, I would rather watch this again three times over than watching. Wing I have officially watched this four thousand more times than I have when. Wing <laughs> um, All right, Clint, do it. You know the reason why I asked that is because I feel like Wing Commander is a worse movie than this, and, which, which I is accurate. You guys agree with? Which is accurate. I think it is really fucking bad. You can give it whatever score. You just don't whatever you want, dude. Just, whatever you want. It's better than Wing Commander. No judgment here. I, you get I'm a really, one point five. You want? I, I think I'm gonna give it one point one about a two but i think i'm gonna give it a 1.5 yeah it's okay. really bad i ah like i enjoyed how i i think i only parts of it i enjoyed were the stuff that they did wrong unintentionally not the <laughs> stuff they did wrong intentionally okay um and so to me it's just a bad movie and there, you know it's one of these things where we watch like some of these other bad movies but there's a lot of good funny lines in them and really, there's not a lot in this. It's like Mooney is the fucking Dude, guy. It's, it's the only bad, man, but that's, that's the beauty of it. Fair enough, yeah. The, the, so the writing stuff, no, I agree with you. It's fair. You, uh, so I, I, and I think the only, the, the only clever, the only good redeeming quality is like the cleverness of how they incorporated all of these like clown tropes into yeah. how they kill people. Like mm-hmm. cotton candy cocoons and, you know, popcorn and shit like that. And um you know, the how shadow they, puppets. Yeah, shit like that. So yeah. and the fucking the, the <laughs> they do dog fucking and shit. They do fucking George Washington crossing the fucking Delaware. <laughs> crossing the Delaware. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> and the music changed too. And, 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 and the one thing I never two. noticed in that scene is like in the background, like one of the guys is like, oh George Washington, I love that guy. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna give it a two. I'll give it a two. All right. It's That's not fair. like Perfect. irredeemable, fair but for me, it's it's garbage. But not entire, not as bad as Wing Commander. Wing Commander is. Is really it's, just a it's, shit. It's movie. really bad. It's yeah. very bad. <laughs> yeah. And it's poorly oh. acted. It's, yeah. The thing is, this movie's Dude. poorly acted, but you're Dude. not expecting these people to act poorly. Yeah. Wing Commander, they and acted got, poorly and they thought they were acting good. And you've it's got top notch actors you, in you that think movie. That too. Fucking Milt Lillard is a fucking genius. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so that was Killer Clowns from Outer Space, you know, like, you know, leaning into the whole Halloween theme. Uh, and we had Striking Vipers last week. So, Gooch, next week is going to be your movie, dog. Yeah, I have two you got that I'm, lined I'm up? debating. I have two that I'm debating on. Uh, one is like uh, Bronx versus Zombies or something. It's, it's on Netflix, right? Uh, one of my friends told me to watch. It's really bad. It has Red Men in it. Oh, um, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I know what you're talking yeah. about, Gooch. <laughs> so, so I, it's either that one or uh, Terrorvision. But I'm going, I want to go for a campy movie that's. A new one, okay. So we can kind of we kind of compare the camp. You know what I mean? Ooh. So okay. I, I think I'm gonna go with. I think it's I think it's Bronx versus zombies or Bronx versus vampires, something like that. Okay. It's on Netflix. We'll we'll take a look. All right. Uh, but I'll um, that's what we're gonna we do next week. All right. I'll 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 we'll we'll confirm it and then I'll I'll send it all out. Let yes. me. Uh, I can look this up real quick here, uh, and see so, so that people actually know what uh, yeah. what it's called. So yeah, Vampire, got, it's called Vampires versus the Bronx. There you go. There Boom. you go. So. And it's released in 2020, so yeah, it so. just came Ooh. out. All so, right. Like I said, new camp versus old camp. Okay. So, you know, I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it, Gooch. Let's do yeah. it. All right. So we'll see you guys next week. For that fucking bullshit. <laughs> I'll see, we'll see you guys later. <laughs> see you later. Uh, I'll see you later.